Noche Galactica, episode 30, Non-Monogamy. In this episode, we talk to Poeta Viva about non-monogamy and love. This is Poeta Galactico, and today we have a special Poeta in the building. We have Poeta Viva. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. That's, I'm good. that's beautiful, man. Beautiful to be here, sitting down in front of you, and having this episode 30 in Noche Galactica. Special time. Special time. I just want to put the plug out there. Um, Poeta Viva was was definitely the the editor and the writer of the magazine Noche Galactica. I want to give you a, you know special appreciation for doing that for us. Hey, it was actually really fun because I'm a nerd and we both know that. Gang, gang, we out here, man. So Poeta Viva, please uh, drop some knowledge. Let us know how how you and myself Poeta Galactico connected and how you know how was the vibe, man. Well, this all started, uh, we met each other at work when I just went, came to Oakland after getting out of college. Um, and I was like, wow, look at this really nice, welcoming person in this new town that I just moved to where I don't know anybody. What town, though? What town Oakland, was that? Oakland. Oh, go. town, let's go. I was living in the West at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, just getting to know education world out here and looking for people who I was like, yeah, I can trust you. I can vibe with you. Like... I would like to know who you are as a person outside of work. For sure. I guess one thing that I remember is maybe it was like the first week we met. Like, I was like, who are you? I don't know. And then we went for a walk. And I was just literally, like, I dropped my whole life story on you. And then you were able to, like, dive in and talk about your life, right? And that was beautiful. I really want to appreciate you trusting me. Uh, stranger danger didn't count. That's so. right. I was like, I see past that. I see the light. I see the light. But, you know, but beautiful. So so what you do? What you do? Who are as a who you are as a person, how you identify yourself? Um, I have a lot of different ways that I identify depending on like who I'm with. Mm. Um, Cold switching. Exactly, all day, <laughs> every day, in every facet of my life. Let's go. Uh, but yeah, I'm definitely an educator right now. Like that's a big part of who I am based on like how I spend my time um, and just like my energy on a daily basis. Uh, so I spend a lot of time thinking about like what are the needs of these young people? Um, and trying to have like really helpful relationships with adults in my life. So mm. like communication is it's key. Yeah, it's like Yahweh. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so, okay, exactly. Nice. So, so who you are as ethnicity wise? You know, um, <laughs> the most common question I get. Most common. Um, so I am half uh, Persian or Iranian um, and half Mexican. Uh, my dad was born and raised in Iran, and my mom is of Mexican descent. Her parents um, settled in Los Angeles and had her. Um, so they met in Sacramento and had a very large family of six kids mm. um, and fulfilled the myth of like the model minority. Yeah, that's what it is, <laughs> man. We out here. <laughs> like, we check the boxes. Every box on the form has been checked. Everything. We are everything. We are a doctor. Okay. We have an engineer. Nice. <laughs> Let's go. Beautiful. Beautiful. Okay. So that 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 is. A, I mean, we are here to talk about love, right? Under yes. this umbrella, uh, which um, you know, if you are listening, episode twenty-seven is like the the beginning of what is love. Um, but I want to ask you that question, right? Because we're gonna dive into your topic. If you want to name your topic, you know, what, right what is the topic? Yeah. Yeah. Right now, we're gonna be talking about something that. Uh, really, to be fair, I really don't talk with a lot of people about. Oh, beautiful. Um, uh, is the topic of like how I organize my relationships in my personal life um, is non-monogamous. Non-monogamous, um, yeah. okay. Also known as like polyamorous. Um, but 
the word polyamory is composed of Greek and Latin, which is like, those two usually don't make so people are like, wait. <laughs> what is that? Wait, what? Yeah. Google that shit. That sounds made up, and it's like, well, it is, like all words. All words. Okay. Uh, but anyways, I use non-monogamy. We're going to dive in and unpack the shit out of that. Um, <laughs> but, you know, this is going to be under the umbrella of what is love because we're trying to create this, like, it's, it's just a podcast of, like, definitions of what it loves, what it's love for people, right? Yeah. And we all have our own definitions. So so if we can start there with you, all right, what is love to you, and then you can dive into your non-monogamy. Exactly. All right. Yeah, so to me, I think at its core, you know that, uh, you ever heard that May song, What mm-hmm. You Want with Total? Yep, yeah, yeah. Um, and he's like, want to see you happy even if it's not with me? Yep. When I was a kid, I was like, damn, that's love. Like, like I vibe with that. Yeah, like it's mm-hmm. like, I feel like at its core, love of any type is one person wants to see the well-being of another person mm. um, and will go to really high lengths or really strong, far lengths. Um to achieve happiness and well-being for that person. Mm. I think that's what love at least motivates you to do. Yeah. Um, and, you know, then you get into problems when you're trying to figure out, like, what is going to make that person happy? What is best for that person's well-being? Um, but I think at its core, that's what love is. It's like, I will actively move and do things just for the other person's well-being. Like, my... My outcome doesn't have any impact other than like I made this person happy or I made this person's life better. Yeah. And like that's the reward. I think that's what love is. Ooh. Fire coming in with the heat out here. <laughs> Once again, this is Poeta Viva in the building. Thank you. Um, so, diving into this non monogamy piece, right? Um, if you can just kind of unpack what the word means and then unpack what it looks like, how it feels like. Uh, yeah, the mic is yours. Um, so non-monogamy, meaning not monogamous, uh, monogamous being, uh, or monogamy, the practice of having one partner for your romantic and therefore sexual, uh, behaviors. And so like, I have this one partner, that means that I've committed everything in my life to them, um, including like all of my sexual, all my romantic behaviors, um, because I love this person. Mm-hmm. And that's just never made sense to me. Maybe because I grew up in a large family and like, how can you have this singular definition of love when you live with, with seven people? Like, obviously you love seven yeah, 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 people yeah, at the yeah, same yeah. time. Um, and I think because I had such little exposure to romantic love for a very long time, I had a lot of, uh, I spent my like teenage years having thoughts instead of being informed by like uh, romantic relationships with boys in middle school and like stuff like that. Like I was just all in my own head of like, how do I want love to look like? Mm. Um, Instead of, oh, what age was that? I didn't start dating or interacting with people in a romantic way until I was like uh, 17 and a half. Okay. Um, Like in middle school, I thought people were making up crushes. Like I was just like, I don't know what that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And so I feel like love for me has not been about like, oh, I have an exclusive interest in one person and, like, now I'm going to go do something about it and now I'm attached to this person. Yeah. Um, and, like, with friends, for example, yeah. I feel like I've discovered love for friends and family much more deeply than, like, for a romantic partner. Mm. Um, and you're not jealous of your friend having other friends. Yeah, yeah, So, to me, it just it would never translate. Like, this person's mine. Okay. And, like, if I'm, if you're mine, I have to be yours. Mm. And we can't share. Friends. 
Yeah, yeah okay, exactly. Okay. And like, but somehow that's really normal for romance. Yeah. Um, that's monogamy, right? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like it's you and it's me and forever. And, and ever. Exactly. I'm yeah. like it's us against the world, and yeah. like I'll never betray you yeah. by letting my gaze wander. Yeah. Sorry. Kiss you under the, under uh, the rain, and it's just only you. Yeah. yeah, yeah literally, yeah. like I go to all these lengths. Yeah. I was always just like, whoa, that seems yeah. crazy. I bring like, my yachi, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that I can get behind. That's fun. Okay. That's fun. <laughs> <laughs> but like you could. Only only ever do that to one girl at that's the same it. time, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, the one. Only one. <laughs> yeah, you don't do that to like, and then I like did that for a second person because I also liked them. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like, no, you have to choose. Choose. Um, yeah. And that sense of scarcity of like, you only have so long to find somebody that you love, mm. and then you need to make sure that you have all of their love. Mm. You're on a timeline. Uh, yeah, like people are like, I'm old, like. Do everything uh, to me. Yeah, I need yeah. someone to be my everything. Yeah. And to me, that always, one, seems terrifying of like, I need this person and only this person to survive. That's yeah. like, well, people talk about don't put all your eggs in the same basket, but here we go, like, you're the only person I'll ever look for. Throwing all the werewolves in there. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> no, okay. um, And also, I just am a very needy person. I don't think it's fair to be like, I'm gonna need all these things from one person, like yeah. sexually and emotionally and socially, like all the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I don't think that's reasonable mm. to ask that from people. And I think that's why relationships end, is because people ask way too much from each other or aren't good at asking for it. Um, but above all, that there's this feeling of like, what if I lose this? Yeah. Uh, and it makes people very possessive. Wow. Uh, wow. That is beautiful. So, non-monogamy mm -hmm. is, the, is the theme of this podcast. And, and, and you're just going in about, you know, basically, just to like break it down to people out there, you're saying, man, I, I can't have one partner for this, one partner for this. Is, is that kind of how it goes? I can't expect one person to fill all my needs. Mm. Um, and then I think like, yeah, fundamentally, I think there's enough love to go around uh, to have like full loving relationships with more than one person. Mm. Um, and they don't all have to be the same thing, but I think it's possible. Definitely and possible. why would you limit yourself to, I only love one person at a time? Because we are only here one time on earth, you yeah. know? We gotta, we gotta make sure we explore any any level of like questionings that we have in our minds and just kind of expand on our thinking and be like, okay, I like that, I don't like that, and that's cool. So that's beautiful that you bring this topic to Noche Galactica. Um, but I gotta ask you some questions about when does this start to happen? Like when you start thinking this way, at what age as an adult you were like, you know what? This is not what I'm into, I'm not into dating just one person. Like when did it just kind of happen? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I didn't really ever like, I can't, when did I start dating people? Uh, probably in late college. Uh, yeah, I feel like I've had like, I've never had a serious relationship where the other person was like, hey, let's sit down and talk about this and agree to be exclusive. Okay. Um, so for some reason I've never gotten that from people. Um, so I feel like I've never been like sitting down. It's just me and you. Kind yeah, let's of thing. define the relationship. It's us. What, what are we? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, Got it. Yeah. And so in that way, I've always 
And I think I've always kind of just made it clear to people, like, I'm a very autonomous person. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not into, like, needing you people yeah. or, like, being needier than somebody. Yeah. Um, so I don't make myself vulnerable to people. Mm. Um, Intentional? Uh... In some circumstances, yes, but most often just as an automatic reflex, mm. um, just from like life. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to life. Puerta <laughs> <laughs> viva. Dana Puerta viva out here. Shout out to life. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um. Anyways, what were we talking about? We, we were talking about you when when they started, right? Right. When you start feeling these emotions of not when I. I. I feel like since ever, I feel like because I could never imagine myself. I can never imagine myself as older than 23, which means I never imagined myself in a long-term relationship mm. because none of the models of relationships that I saw growing up looked fun. And I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. ew, <laughs> y'all hate each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and like those, or you're like really weird dysfunctional teenagers. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, being in a relationship just never interested me. Um, but I enjoy different aspects of people, so I... I feel like when I was younger, I was like, I didn't want to date people. I didn't want to be in a relationship because I didn't fuck with most people. Yeah. Um, but I was like, yeah, I would. Like, you're attractive to me. Yeah. Like, I'll like, hit you, it. You made me feel some type of way. Exactly. Like, I would just be like, I'll, yeah, like, I'll hook up with you and we can be friends and kick it yeah. and I'll bang you. But like. to the them booty. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, I was kind of savage in college. Okay. And, uh, okay. Like, I, there were people who were like, what's your name? And I was just like. No name out here. <laughs> you don't need to know my name. Bro, straight up. You just need to know what I do. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I was just a hater. Like, okay. I've been really hateful for a long time in my life. And so I never was like, I couldn't imagine myself with one person. Because everybody was just like, bro, you're a straight hater. Like, I can't spend wow. that much time around you. And I was like, that's fair. Because I was so depressed for so long, yeah. I think, of my teenage years. Mm -hmm. Um... Yeah, I just didn't ever want to burn somebody with like, oh, I'm your one and only, and by the way. This is my baggage. <laughs> I, might <be> <laughs> I might not be around. Because um, yeah. I was like really unstable for a number of years mm. um, and like seriously considered suicide and just mm -hmm. thought, I really thought I was going to be dead by 23, mm. which changes the scope of how you plan your life. Yeah. Um, I didn't do a lot of planning. Mm -hmm. So I never really imagined myself in like a a committed relationship yeah, I think yeah, yeah. that's how non-monogamy became more uh, attractive to me because mm. it felt at the time like I'm putting multiple I'm putting an egg in different baskets yeah you'll, <laughs> um, you'll be here curry that thing three or shots yeah if I was like if I was gonna really take the chance to get to know somebody I didn't want to like put all this energy and then have it fail mm. um, I was very okay. defensive uh, when I first started dating uh, I was what like 21 and surrounded by all these weird white people uh, who would literally said things to me like you're so exotic um, it was a weird time so most of my interactions that could have been of a romantic nature yeah. were just kind of like I don't it's weird yeah I don't know if you see me fully as a human oh uh, <laughs> like yeah. I think yeah like something's weird about the way you talk to me <laughs> no game <laughs> yeah no right? game yeah uh yeah okay so so 21 let's say was the time where you kind of discovered this not not give me peace yeah um okay. from the internet i guess i spent a lot of time on tumblr uh, shout out to all these yeah, people yeah, on the yeah, internet yeah. yeah shout out the internet bro yeah uh, waking people up <laughs> <laughs> for real 
helping kids who are trapped in their houses. Yeah, uh, you know, opening their eyes. Exactly. Yeah, I just, uh, people would talk about it. I think the big topic was like, Anti, it was honestly from like an anti-capitalism point of view. Mm, oh, because, talk to me about that. <laughs> uh, it was so much about, I feel like the way I first considered non-monogamy was capitalism is all about face, like false scarcity, which means they tell you there's not enough of things. What if you don't have enough of things? Yep. You should get more just in case. Yeah. Um, and, and that's how monogamy started. Like you married to pe- two people who have met probably wealth, right? Exactly. Throughout the revolution, like you're having them ban insurance happen. Now let's let's make and procreate. Exactly. And so marriage has always seemed weird off that to me. Uh, Hella weird. Shout yeah. out to marriage. Exactly. Like I own you now, and you own me too. It's good. Because <laughs> back in the day, the dude was just like, "No, I own you." Yeah, sure. <laughs> that's up, where it up. stops. Like people literally traded females. Yeah. And we're like, with this female, I also give you 20,000 donkeys and a stack of gold. <laughs> and some water. Ah, crazy. Um, so that was the, you know, where monogamy, like the history yeah, of it. Yeah, when then, I learned about that. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, so anyways, then I was 21 um, and capitalism benefited from that. And I was on this anti-capitalism kick, still am. Okay. Uh, it was everything around me. Okay. And... Yeah, I just had a lot of time to think about who do I want to be in life when I'm finally free because I lived in a really restrictive environment. Yeah. Um, and in that sense, like because I just had the isolation, just got some really strong ideas. Um, and I'm not saying they, they haven't necessarily like been implemented fully in real life. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've like dated multiple people casually because I feel like that's what casual dating is. Mm. Um, like you're on like your little dating app and you're like, this person's cute, swipe so I message right, them. Let me swipe this right. This person's cute, so I message yeah, them when yeah. they message me. Like, yeah, I'll talk to multiple yeah. people at once, but it's a chat. Like, yeah. um, we're good. Exactly. We're Gucci out here. And everybody knew you were, yeah, yeah everybody's like casually meeting up with people or whatever. Yeah. Um, that's how I met my partner. Okay. Um, and then we decided like, oh, we like each other enough to just see each other. But we met in a non-monogamous situation where we were both just casually dating people and seeing people to be like, oh, do I want to hook up with you? Do I want to hang out with you? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I was like, damn, I want to date you. Mm. And she was like, what? Um, I just got out of a long-ass relationship. And I was like, well, I've never dated anyone, so this could be fun. Mm. And it was. Okay. Beautiful. That's great. So earlier in this in this episode, you mentioned that you, you, know, you haven't told this story to a lot of people mm-hmm. uh do you do you feel like society is stigmatized like non-monogamy yeah i think it's definitely non-normative mm. um and there's a lot of other things about me that really stand out as like that doesn't match in that mm. doesn't check the box exactly mm. people are not sure which box to check it really irritates them because <laughs> you check so many exactly. <laughs> and then they're like but i don't know which ones nope. i just know it's exotic and unique <laughs> and i have to tread carefully um and uh, yeah so wait what was the question uh how does society sees you oh is it stigmatized yeah uh, I feel like, so, because I'm also queer, um, and I'm, like, a little bit gender non-conforming, mm-hmm. um, I already experience a lot of, like, side-eye. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Off the bat. Yeah, and even just the idea of dating around is already, like, something that doesn't really get talked about. People don't really talk about their personal life. Yeah. Um, like, I don't talk about my dating habits with my family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I wouldn't if I was even just seeing one person at a time. 
But I think, yeah, like if you talk about you're dating somebody and then also seeing someone else, people just kind of look at you crazy like, what? Uh, what do you mean? Like, people just, yeah, don't understand what you mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it's like really weird to try to explain it. And they look at you crazy and it's just like, all right, well. Um, are you religious? No, not at all. Not at all. Uh, I feel like people who are religious, they definitely see this as like a really negative thing, yeah. right? Yeah, it's like sinful. I don't hang out with religious people, <laughs> like period. Or people, yeah, people I hang out with and I find out they're religious and I'm like, oh word, I'm glad you don't let that affect how you feel about me. Because um, I really don't care if somebody yeah. is religious. Like plenty of our friends that we have in common yeah. um, are like follow God and feel higher powers, etc. Um, and I'm just like... No, but so what? Like, it's good. Yeah, I don't care. Um, so fuck with you, it's cool. We're good. Yeah, like, yeah. you don't have to have the same beliefs and that. But some people are like, because I believe in God, like that's fucked up. And I'm just like, but who asked you? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> who, who, who created that narrative? That you yeah. That's great. So what, what are some of the key takeaways you take from like, I'm sure it makes you happier, happier person being mm-hmm. in this state of non-monogamy, right? Mm-hmm. So what are some key takeaways of like, learning as a as a young adult to now like oh this this helped me define the non-monogamy for me for others for my relationship yeah i feel like it is a willingness to have conversations about like who you're attracted to and knowing that you have the freedom to pursue attraction if it strikes you Mm. um and also knowing if there is an additional partner that like you're not fully responsible for making this person's every emotional need met because um, sometimes it's a lot to be in a relationship with somebody like I'm a person who has depression for example mm-hmm. and so I don't want to put all of that on one person and I think having really strong other relationships whether they're sexual or not yeah. is really important in order to maintain a healthy balance yeah. in my primary romantic relationship and so I feel like it helps me not expect too much from one person yeah even if I'm not actively dating other people. Just the knowledge that you're not the only person who has to fill a need in my life. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have capacity for that, that's fine because I can do something about it while still having the parts of my relationship with you that I really love. Wow, speechless. Dropping fire out here at the mic. It's beautiful, man. I'm just like... I mean, I, I came, I come from like a typical Mexican, you know, family who believes in like religion and all these different levels, right? But coming to the States at the age of 10 and then just growing up in this, you know, era where shit's crazy and you kind of need to define yourself as who you are aside from like your family, your values, all this different stuff. Um, I definitely saw a lot of that, right? And, and not too long ago, I asked one of my friends, like, hey, I really don't know the concept of dating now, right? Because growing up, I only saw my mom and my dad being together. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, my dad passed away. My mom never remarried no one. And she's like, I still love him. He's the love of my life, yeah, right? fully monogamous. Yeah, fully monogamous. Uh, but then as, as I'm looking around, I was married for almost four years, right? Got divorced. Shout out, shout out to the homegirl. Hope he's doing well. Uh, last year. And then eventually I was like, man, what is dating? Like, if I date someone, I'm riding with you. You're the only person I'm going to put my energy on. But it just didn't feel right because I was just like, no, there's like a lot of people I can still talk to, but does that make me a bad human being? Why would it? I don't know. I'm at a point where I'm like, it, it just feels bad in my heart. Like, I'm betraying you, but we don't even have nothing. Nothing. 
Like there's nothing secure or whatever, right? Like there's no relationship. We we haven't even had a talk about what we are, you know? Yeah. But I feel like a lot, um, you know, girls that I dated kind of come with that mentality that you you're gonna date me and that's it. Mm-hmm. Did you come come across that when you were dating someone that they just feel like you are the one for me and you can only ride with me, and they were not into the not monogamy piece? Uh, I don't think so because I feel like. I really don't put myself... I think that would happen more Mm -hmm. if I didn't meet people through the internet. Because I don't go out to places and get hit on. And if I do, I'm like, I'm going to look at you crazy like, who the fuck is you? You can be an axe murderer. (laughs) Don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm like, you know me, I'm not Max Stranger Danger at all times. Stranger Danger, pull a knife, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Not even. Um... But, yeah, I'm not, like, I don't get approached in in real life. Okay. I don't meet people, but, like, yeah. I don't really date people. If I do, it's because I put up some, like, dating profile. Mm-hmm. I'm a creature of the internet, to yeah, be honest. Yeah, yeah. Catch uh, me. Catch me. Like, okay. Yeah. And so that's how I meet people. And in that way, you know, you got your little profile that would be like, yeah. I'm looking for somebody who doesn't mind the fact that I have a girlfriend. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, so it's just out there already. Yeah. Um, and I'm not ballsy enough to approach people in real life. Mm. Um, really? Okay. Not, okay, okay boy, the vibe out here. <laughs> okay. Shy vibes. Shy vibes out here. Okay. So, you know, people who are lost, because Noche Galactic is a platform for people to kind of just like find themselves, come in, get some tips, maybe navigate life. If they are feeling some type of way about being in a relationship or just like dating or feeling like monogamy is not for me what are some like tips you can tell people like yo if you're feeling this way you might want to approach it this way Mm. right that way they can they can kind of find themselves yeah i feel like regardless of whatever direction you want to take your romantic or your sexual life in you always have to be working on your communication game that is just bottom line if you cannot and your ability to your self-reflection and communication um like you cannot people i think a lot of times think about non-monogamy or dating around as the same as being a player and that's different um like playing the field is just like you look good i'm gonna try to fuck you i don't really necessarily care about you know getting to know you or like having a relationship with you i'm just trying to hit that connecting with you uh, yeah versus being non-monogamous or being polyamorous is like i'm trying to have an actual relationship with you mm-hmm. and somebody else um and like for me personally ideally everybody knows each other and like everybody's like friends with each other yeah eat on the same time um, cool. like you have to actually enjoy to me ideally yeah you enjoy being with all the people who are involved in your arrangement mm. whether you're romantic with them or not mm. People are like, bro, that sounds like you just want to fuck your friends. And I'm like, <laughs> like yeah. Uh, yeah, I just think you need to be able to vibe with people. And it's a lot more work than uh, just trying to build a relationship with one person. Because now you need to find people who are like-minded, which yeah, is a yeah, small yeah. percentage of people. Small percentage. Um, and like, personally, I don't date white people. Okay. Tr- truly, like, I'm trying not to do that. Okay. Um, I also have a difficulty, like, really engaging with men on a relationship level. Mm. Um, so, like, for a person who typically is used to having, like, the whole population available, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just like, I don't get attracted to you on the basis of your gender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
But yeah, like working through shit with like one gender really limits your options. It's crazy. I feel like I'm like gay now compulsively, which is like crazy. Wow. <laughs> so drop some knowledge to people who are, who are lost, man. Like right. three takeaways. Like be like, this is what you need to do because this helped me navigate life. Obviously a lot of reflection on yourself and what you like to do and what makes you happy, right? But please, come, come from the words of boy that you Okay. Um, yeah, I think if you're looking for something that's not monogamous or just not traditional, you need to spend a lot of time thinking about what that is and like dream big and think about like what would truly make you happy um, and learn how to talk to people about that as like a part of if you like somebody enough to want to get to know them, like find a way to work that into your conversation. Just like how do they feel about this? Um, and so yeah, learn how to learn what you want learn how to communicate it um and other people like who i've gotten to know mm -hmm. who also are interested in living poly lifestyles or like being non-monogamous um somebody has recently recommended me something called more than two more um, than two like yeah an app? it's like a website and okay. then a book or something okay. and i looked at the website and i was like yeah a lot of this stuff was like really making you think about like what does it mean to decentralize like singular love mm. um and a lot of it is just like, you have to learn how to share. Um, like you have to learn how to deeply share, how to confront and communicate about like feelings of jealousy. Mm, those um, are real. Yeah, and figuring out where your jealousy is coming from mm. is usually really defensive. Like what are we defensive about? Yeah. What do we need? Like what reassurances work for us if we need to feel valued with each other? Like um, being non-monogamous requires you to be really sensitive to your own needs and to other people's needs. Um, everybody's gotta be a little softer. A little softer on the edges, you know, mm -hmm. and then share the love. So, question. You are in a non-monogamous relationship with, let's say, three people, right? And this is just hypothetically, uh -huh. three people. Do you tell each person I love you, or you tell them specifically why you love them? Yeah, for, if I feel yeah. love for all those people, yeah, yeah, yeah. I will. If I don't, I just be, I don't... I wouldn't tell somebody I love them if I don't. Yeah, yeah. But if I do love them all, then yeah. Yeah, yeah. love your mom. Yeah. Okay. That's like, do you tell your dad you love him a different way than your mom? No, you. you or your brother, you know? It's like I love you. I love you. Really, because you're a great place. Yeah, so like I truly want. I care about your well-being and like seeing you happy and healthy makes me happy. That takes a, a level of maturity, like off the roof. I'm I feel like they're very yeah. instinctual, that type of love. Mm. Babies smile when they see their mom smile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, your mom smiles when she sees you happy. Yeah. That's literally that feeling of love, of like, my son's happy, that makes me happy. Where, where do you think the whole, like, you are mine and I can only love you comes from? I think that's an instinctive thing. Humans think about we're scarcity motivated. Mm -hmm. um, so like, as animals, you know, like, squirrel toward nuts. Yep. Humans also hoard things. Or nuts. Um, <laughs> <laughs> shout out to the nuts. Um, but yeah, I think it's just that mentality of like, I think it's promoted a lot by our culture, Western culture, mm. uh, because again, capitalism benefits from feelings of scarcity. Yep. That's how things are marketed towards us. Um, you're not fat, but what if you become fat? You're fat, but you could be skinny. Like, get it right now, it's running out. Um, and people are encouraged to think about their life that way. I only have so much time to live mm. versus just like, there's so many things I could do right now. A lot. Um, people don't recognize abundance and I think non 
dog meat comes when you learn to look at what is there. You narrow your options. Uh, instead of, yeah, I need to find the best one mm. and hold on to it. And never let it go. Yeah. And if I let it go, it's for another one that's even better. Exactly. You only <laughs> trade up. Only up. And I'm just like, okay, that's weird. Why do you want to collect people? Man, they're over here collecting rings, you know? Man, so this, this was a beautiful episode. I got to learn so much by you. So I'm super appreciating the whole interaction you've given me. Uh, any shout outs you want to give? Um, yeah, I want to give a shout out to my partner, my family, and my pets. Shout out to the pets. How many pets you got? Three pets. Three. What are their names? We have Osito, newest arrival, Lulu, OG, and Osiris. Okay. Amazing. Thank you for your shout outs. Um, once again, this is Noche Galactica. I'm Poeta Galactico. And you are? Poeta Viva. In the building. I appreciate this episode. It's been a pleasure. Non monogamy. <laughs>